Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, S. And today, we have a special person here with us. His name is Soul Rogers. But you can call me Joey because I don't want you to call me Soul all the time. <laughs> not, the, not for this next podcast. <laughs> You're right. Okay, so Joey is here with us today. How are you? How are you feeling? I'm good. I just like, I totally interrupted your introduction. So oh, no. do you want to do it again? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. So this is, wait, so because you asked, um, is this recording? Yeah. Because yeah. like I barely saw like, but like see in FL Studio, the waveforms are a little dimmer than in Logic. So, <laughs> but we're just gonna, we're gonna table that. Logic? You use Logic for all your music and your podcast, right? I use Logic Pro X. Shouts out. I was using a cracked version for the first, like, two or three years of me making music, and then I finally got the real version. Oh, my. Yay, we love that. Wait, what, what, what's, um, so there's that. Do you use any other? Do you use, um, like, Twitch or, um, any of the gaming stream no i don't really stream like that even though i kind of want to like like doing some like kenny beats ass stuff in the future where i'm like making beats or like i'm kind of able to grow this like collective community of like producers who are up and coming and just want advice or just want to like see me throw down on a beat you know do beat battles once i start getting guap you know Uh sponsor stuff i mean like i i feel like it would just be cool to like give back because like you know, there are a lot of like producers like in my position, like people who are just coming up, who don't really know what they're doing, that look up to people like Kenny and like, um, you know, all these other producers who are doing that hopping Chase on, B. Ho- yeah, <laughs> looking at hop, hopping on YouTube, hopping on Twitch, and kind of just creating a community for people to like learn and become better and like give out free shit because they're just getting so much like stuff from like companies and they're just like you know what we're gonna host something we're gonna give this to like a 15 year old who's like making beats in montreal who wants to be the next murder beats you know like stuff like that i feel like it would be super cool to give back wow that's a good idea yeah do they i don't even think i've ever heard of something like that Oh, yeah, no, I mean, like, I mean, the main person that I know who does it is Kenny Bees, and, like, his streams are hilarious, and he has people who are, like, dedicated that he's actually hired on to edit all the streams and make it into, like, a, you know, like, a 30-minute condensed, like, stream thing with, uh, like, moments that are, like, edited to be funny, and, like, it's just, like, it's just a nice product to watch, like, you can just, like, hop on YouTube, um, and just watch one and just, like, vibe out and, like, like somehow like zach fox and zach fox is funny as shit and like <laughs> like the and like yeah and then also like that leads me into like they also he also has this show called the cave where he'll have like rappers come on or like artists and like he'll make a beat in like 10 minutes and then they have to like spit it um so like all that stuff in the future i don't know like why i got on this tangent yeah oh. um no I mean, like, in a sense, like, they are, like, freestyling some some of the time. Uh-huh, but yeah. for the most part, it's, like, creative. Oh, I don't even know. But, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's definitely stuff that I'm looking forward to doing in the future. Especially when stuff starts to take off. Mm-hmm, and it will. So you're, um, you call yourself a producer? 
So I would classify myself as I produce. Well, let's just say I produce. Um, I rap. I try to sing. <laughs> um, what does he mean? Try to? <laughs> I I sing. I I yeah. Oh no, I'm singing in the shower all the time. I'm singing at work. I'm singing in the car. I'm trying to just like always up my voice because like I feel like I don't have the most naturally blessed singing voice. So I feel like that's something where I always have to like be practicing and hone in on my craft, which is like the probably the weakest link. But yeah, I try to sing. Um, I engineer like a lot of our music with the help of Keone. Um, um, but yeah, uh, kind of just through time, I've learned how to sound engineer and sound design. Do you have a favorite part of creating? They're all my babies and it's hard to choose which one. It's very fun, like especially within the context of lowercase um, and working with those dudes like... Sips tea. Sips, <laughs> sips tea. So there's a bunch of different processes. There's when the beat's being made and I love that because it's the most free flowing of the whole process and it's the most like... Uh, cathartic it's like very releasing to like make these beats and like listen to them for the first time be like oh this is fire you know mm -hmm. and then there's the time where like we are writing and we are you know kind of making the the ball bearings of the song you know mm -hmm. and that's also very fun but at the same time uh, it can be very rough oh, you know it's, it's rough and maybe stuff doesn't sound like what you wanted it to sound like in the moment Especially if I'm like writing and it's just like, oh, this sounds kind of weird. So, you know, that has its ups and downs. And then there's the grueling like sound design part of it all where we are having to go in and like fix EQs and like make make frequencies go together. And we're still babies when it comes to that. And it's fun when let's just say like Keone and I are in the car and it's been two hours and we've been sound designing a song for an hour and a half now and we finally get something to sound perfect. That's a very like triumphant moment, mm -hmm. even though it is the most grueling and the most tedious. So uh, I, they're all my favorite, but they all kind of suck in, in ways, you know, like especially when like going back to that very first um, part of it all where I'm making the beat and I'm getting excited. Sometimes I get excited about a beat and then I can't write to it because I don't know how to flow mm. on it. So they all have their Dang. ups and downs. What do you do to overcome that like unresulting feeling? I just have to keep going. I just have to trust that it's there and that I have a baseline level of talent where I can make like a song sound like decent, you know? Mm -hmm. How many unfinished products do you, would you say that you have? Oh God, it, if like, if we are counting every single beat that I've like made and like unfinished, like thousands for sure. But in terms of like full songs or like songs that have like vocals on them and are like, basically flushed out uh, I would say we have between myself and like the <laughs> I don't want to leave that <laughs> um between um lowercase and myself I'd say the total is probably in like the 30s 40s range of just like unreleased songs and just stuff that's never been you know, it has never seen the light of day and might never. And that's okay. Some you know, stuff is meant to be for you. Some stuff you have to just keep for yourself. Absolutely. So I see that you have a couch. <laughs> I do have a couch. 
I was gonna say, where does your um most of your inspiration stem from? So it stems from that couch on my arm, actually. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Uh, growing up, I mean, even taking it further back, like I'll get to the tattoo that I have. But even going further back, so like when I first started listening to music, it was a lot of like oldies from my dad playing that around the house, Ooh. and that was kind of just what what was always playing. Yeah. Um. So I feel like that's why I grew up in like a little R&B lover because he, I mean, he would play like, he would play all the disco hits and he'd play like uh, 80s like pop rock Ooh, and like the all the music yeah. that you roller skate yeah. to. Yeah, literally. Ooh. And like he would play like doo-wop and like a lot, like Temptation. Oh! And like all those groups. He would always have that bumping. So that was like my first experience with like music, I guess. And then growing up, uh, it was funny. My older brother Anthony hi Anthony his friend <laughs> one of our really close family yeah hi aunt one of my really close family friends that was Anthony's friend he came over and he loaded like a bunch of like Tupac and Lil Wayne songs onto our Xbox 360 via like CD yeah bro and so I was just like listening to that like that was like my next that's the next thing I can remember is like that um area of my life where that was happening and I was kind of just like we'd be like playing like Madden 07 just bumping like Lil Wayne bumping like Lollipop and bumping like Ambitions as a Rider and like all these songs I'm just like okay this is kind of Ivy yeah and then we had another really close family friend Tyler hi Tyler um (laughs) he's not gonna listen to this Uh, (laughs) but uh, he had like an iPod that had a bunch of like Eminem on it, right? Oh, um, and then spitting. so, bro. So Eminem was like my first like. I don't want to. I'm not gonna say Stan because that's a stupid ass pun, but like <laughs> I definitely stand Eminem for sure. Like I was like listening to all his albums. He's different. He's different. He's a really good actor too. Yeah, for sure. Like. I love 8 Mile. I'm a white rapper. I love 8 Mile. Um, But yeah, no, like, I was listening to, like, a bunch of Eminem, and... Fuck. I'm so fucking faded. It's so hard to, like, try to keep ideas, like, on the same track. It's like I'm wrangling up cattle, and, like, one of them's, like, leaving. I'm just like, yo, chill. No, no, we're on a good... Bro, I'm just like, choo, choo, choo. Yeah, bro, I try to get the one and then like the 40 or like running. I'm just like, no, there's my thought. Like I was on a good roll. But yeah. Oh, God. Okay, I think I got them all the back together. Empty. Bro, yeah, they all left. Um, but yeah, so I was just like listening to like Eminem's whole discography, like old, like early 2000s Eminem. And maybe that's why I'm so fucking weird while I make music. Cause that dude was weird as shit. But like what he was making, like, I don't know. It just sat right with me. I thought it was tight. I thought it was dope. Um, and then I eventually got like my first iPhone, like 3GS when I was in eighth grade. And then I downloaded like Pandora and I heart mute or I heart radio. Yeah. I heart radio. Yeah. So those days yeah because i didn't have spotify or apple music back then i don't even think that was a thing back in like 2012 or whatever yeah i don't think so either what you was know? it it started with an s right like what it um, usually was yeah but like it was kind of just like my interpretation of like getting music on my phone was like me having to go to like the itunes store and then buy stuff for 9.99 like buy a whole album and i didn't have money back then i was broke mm-hmm. like i, didn't, so I wasn't gonna ask my parents for ten dollars so i could like buy like hey can i buy this like album like no <laughs> so i just like went on like pandora and i heard radio and then i got into like dr dre and like snoop dogg and like oh, wow. exhibit and like 
more Eminem. That's interesting. That's so dope to hear that someone listens to that because I grew up the same way, like off of all that um, first introduction to... Um, what is that called? Like the pop disco stuff? Absolutely. Yeah, and then like the was rap that? after that. Was that, was like rock disco and all that stuff. Cause like, there was like some like soft rock in my household too. It was like, were those the genres that were playing in your house like as you grew up? Yeah, every like Saturday morning, Sunday morning when my dad's like making breakfast or some shit. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Yeah, we would listen to that. And I still listen to it to this day. And it brings back so much memories. Me and my sister will off yeah, of you just like you hear songs. one song and then you kind of just think about like a random Saturday when you were like nine years old and you're like folding clothes, right! like doing like chores and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was just like a lot more simple back then. But yeah, oh, no, as you real. grow up and then you get into middle school, like you start listening to your music and then that your music for me was like rap. Um, and then I kind of just like started listening to like more and more rap and started to get like more immersed and then sophomore year uh one of my best friends emmanuel hi emmanuel hi emmanuel you know emmanuel i know emmanuel he and nick new york yeah he's living his best life right now and he downloaded like a bunch of music on his laptop and like organized it himself he'd go on like uh he'd get like uh, zip files from like google and like download them and then he'd he would have to you know like change all the names of the songs because they were all fucked up and then you'd have to go on google and like find like your own artwork and stuff but he did that for a lot of albums like um stuff like i don't know like dizzy Wright and like flatbush zombies and yeah, just like a bunch of these people that I had never heard before. Dang. Big shout out to Emmanuel. Bro, and he put me on just like so many people. Like, Emmanuel put me on like Wu-Tang Clan. Like, Emmanuel put me on like fucking Waka Flocka and like Gucci Mane and like, uh, bro, all these. I swear to God, it was like super cool. So that was like my next introduction with like rap and stuff was hearing all that and then getting all that downloaded on my phone and just bumping that for the next like two years, you know? Oh and then from there, it's kind of history, you know? And then you have your contemporary artists of today, like Travis Scott. Uh-huh. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the couch on your thingy? <laughs> the couch on my thingy? So the couch on my arm is uh, the Brockhampton logo. You're familiar with Brockhampton. Yes. Uh, and I think I saw them live with you at Vlog that year. 2019? Was it when they had, like, the airplane? On their on, like yeah, and I yeah, have my keychain of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's when they were doing like their whole ginger tour, and that was when we went to Vlog. Yeah, Shout dude, out! We had that, that was such a fun ass Airbnb at the top hey, of the hill. The pictures that y'all were taking, like with you and the girls, like looked like majestic, dude. bro. Like it was crazy. The sunlight was mm -hmm. hitting. All the I girls were gleaming, just, looking bro, different. Outfits. Everyone was chilling. It was a it was a really it good was. trip playing playing Smash at like nine in the morning with a bottle like and if you get spiked that's a shot. For real, like, dude. I remember the know. first night I made all of you take shots. All of you take shots. Bruh, you're an animal. <laughs> Every time I party with you, Essence, like I feel like you just like won't be that drunk. Like you'd just be chilling, but you know, like, people get super drunk. I get drunk like, with but, them. It's a party That's event. Fair. I just am But you make sure you're good enough uh -huh, to administer. Of course. So, did you drink? I don't think so. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, so like, um, 
during that trip, you saw them, you saw how energetic they were. Like, I love those dudes because when I found them back in 2017, or rather I should say like when Chelsea put me on. Mm, um, hi Chelsea. Hi Chelsea. Oh. My girlfriend Chelsea put me on Brockhampton and for like a whole day we were just watching like all the saturation music videos and I was so immersed. Uh, it was like one of the coolest experiences of my life. Like it was the most put on I've ever been by like any artist. And like <laughs> at the time, I've been making music since 2016. So when I, maybe it was 2018 actually when she showed me them. So they had already been making stuff for two years. I had been making stuff for two years. They'd actually been making stuff for way longer than that, but I digress. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I found them, I thought their sound was super cool. So I wanted to just be them. But like, ask any of my friends. My fandom was so annoying. Wow. Like, it just got to the point where I was bumping them like all the time. Like, I spent so much money in Brockhampton merch. Like, oh my. I, that was like hella put on. That's dope. Do you think um, lowercase is kind of like, um, of course, you guys have your originality and everything, but do you think you all are inspired by Brockhampton and their sound, or is it just you out of the group? Absolutely. Absolutely, the other two. I think Keone and Chris were also like, and still continue to be like very big fans of Brockhampton. And I think that they have definitely rubbed off on our sound at least a little bit, you know? And kind of just like our sound is just the weirdest mix of like trap and like hip hop and like really like grungy, like 808 heavy, like rap music and um, you know, like hyper pop and soul and R&B. It's just this weird thing that, I don't know, like when people ask us what our sound is, I'm just like, honest to God, like we're just rapping, but like, I can't really like pinpoint the sound exactly. You just have to listen to it. You yeah, know? definitely. And it's interesting to um, listen to your guys' sound because it's like wonky, but in a way where it like tickles your ears and you want more of that sound, you know? I think that that's because we try not to make the same song twice if that makes sense i think that oh. and which is one of the reasons i also enjoy brockhampton and i see some parallels with lowercase and brockhampton is that like when you listen to a brockhampton song like you're not going to listen to the same brockhampton song twice mm -hmm. like not the all, same flow like exactly yeah. like everything's different like and all love to the people who have found their niche and their genre and like want to make that music specifically like um keone just put us on this dude uh, his name is freddie dread and um his sound is like super hard it's super grungy it's super it's just like dirty it's beautiful i love it so i've been listening <laughs> to that i was listening to that on the way here um but you know it is mostly like one sound that you're kind of kind of get and it's, it's it's this one sonic and you have to prepare yourself for that and you have to be in that mindset and you can listen to a whole album of that and like again like i said like i'll love to people who do that but like with lowercase i feel like we try to just make all these different sonic soundscapes and um just have like a diverse beat selection and a diverse flow archive yeah. you know yeah. i tried to make that sound cool flow archive yeah no we just try to like write differently and like hit different pockets and like tap um, into different ears exactly yeah i think you do a really well job in executing that or well all of you do a really good job Thank in that you. do I you that. make music outside of um your own like songs and stuff like that outside of lowercase yeah so i 
albeit it's not as much as like my lowercase production, but uh, I work on, well, my alias is Soul Rogers, as you'll probably put in the uh, show title, so I don't have to tell people that, but <laughs> um, I do have like a Soul Rogers name that I release stuff under, um, and I'm trying to work on my first solo album right now. It takes a while just because I, and, and this is one of the things I think that you wanted to talk about just in terms of like doubts when making music and like, honing into ideas and like all the uh the hills that come with that and you have to cross those hills and i think one of those is just like sometimes i feel i'm just like oh this isn't the biggest representation of like my talent like this isn't good enough this isn't what i think i should be releasing which i kind of get caught up in and it's easy to get caught up in that when you're doing solo stuff mm -hmm. so that's why i like working with the guys in lowercase because like you know there's no better thing in this world than like the gift of like collaboration and like being able to bounce ideas off of someone and being able to like be shown your blind spots like everyone brings something to the to the table within the group which is why i love them and i get kind of caught up in that when i'm working on solo stuff because i don't have those different opinions and those different voices that are helping me kind of stay on track like i am the sole proprietor of like whatever comes out under like soul rogers solo stuff mm -hmm. um so i kind of get into that but i do work on stuff for soul rogers and i've despite all that being said like i do feel like i have like a direction right now and i've been making stuff that i really oh, enjoy good. so that's that's a positive um, to kind of turn that around. But, and then also we make music with uh, Soul Rogers and the Foolish Commander, which is Keone and I. And that's actually where it started. Uh, even before Lowercase dropped their first album, we already had like an album out called Economics. Oh, yes! Stream Economics. Economics! Yeah, so we released that in like mm -hmm. 2019. And that's kind of oh, where it all started. Oh, that's beautiful. Bro, I have raspy, just smoked voice. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry, y'all have no, to listen to this. It's okay. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's so cool. Yeah. I didn't even know that. There's like, that's nice. there's motherfuckers out there like MF Doom who have like, you know, there's, it seems like 50 different aliases, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> that they release like Mac Miller. Yeah. You know. I just found out about um, Mac Miller's Lovestein one. Larry Lovestein? Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. That's so cool that people can do that. You know, I actually took that for, for myself and I want to make different aliases and characters with modeling. Yes. Like I want to break down my image and change myself in a lot of different ways. Not like, like work, but just like makeup and hairstyles and clothing and if stuff. we're looking at ego as something that you can separate from and then attach to a new one which i feel like is totally valid like i feel like it's very like cool to do something like that because you can kind of just tap into different personalities of yourself yeah and, like, creatively you know uh -huh. absolutely and you don't even like you don't have to explain it you can just do it and roll with it until you don't like it and you want to change up something else i used to go by fucking harvey soko that was my that was what i started releasing beats under what is that or like what where did the name come from so like my last name is harvanic so that's kind of where the harvey came from because like people would call me like harvey or whatever like in volleyball and stuff so i had the harvey and then um the SOC in Soko stood for Student of Contrast, which is like, I kind of liked how like beats would like kind of come in and out um, and just use silence as a sound. Like Monte Booker did it a lot. So 
That was the SOC, and then I would always say the O makes it flow. And I was like, it's fucking head shaking my head, bro. Oh, no. That's super neck. So, <laughs> so one day I was just on the couch. And we were chilling at uh, Kayla's house, and like it was me and Oni. We were sitting there, and then I was just thinking about it, and I was just like, Soul Rogers. I was like, that's a dope-ass name. And I turned to Oni. I was like, Oni, I think I'm going to go by Soul Rogers. And I forgot what he said, but it kind of just stuck. Wow. And that was that. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. It fits. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate uh -huh. that. That's cool. So Rogers. <laughs> Shut your <laughs> So Rogers. It reminds me of Cars. Lightning McQueen, ass boy. Yes. What's Good up, y'all? It's, it's Lightning McQueen. He's in the Listen house. to my new album. <laughs> Dude, have you ever listened to Primo Rice? Who? Primo Rice. What's Primo Rice? Who's Primo Rice? So you were talking about, um, he's an artist. You were talking about how you can expect this person to have the same flow throughout this whole album. Sure. Yeah, dude. So this guy, he really does some like silky, same beat vibe throughout this entire album. And it's so good. What kind of music is it? What kind of genre? I'm going to play a little bit for you right now. Say less. Hey! <laughs> Dude, this is through the whole album. And he's just like spitting it. That's kind of lit. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. You know how you know who I like along the lines of like kind of gonna stick with the same pocket? Have you heard Baby Tron? I love Baby Tron. <laughs> who is that? He's such a head. That's who Baby Tron is. Nah, he just like he just has this flow. Like it's just like this certain flow that's just like in every single song, and it's like. Ugh. Oh God, dude, that's the same with like Playboy Cardi and um, Travis Scott, low key. Low key, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit, of Travis. But I respect Travis Scott because his beats are absolutely nuts, and like he definitely has like a bunch of different like soundscapes. This is this is fucking Baby Trod. Yes, bro. Oh. Hell yeah. That's crazy. Oh, bro, I've he's never heard a beat like oh. that. Oh my god. Ah. I've been listening to music like that in the gym. Bro, you Get feel me? Hyped. Uh -huh. 100%. Oh my god. There's so many cool people out there. Yeah. I love listening to new music and finding new people. It's like so cool because you kind of just get that, especially if they're like small and like you look at their Spotify <laughs> and then you go, you scroll down the Spotify and then you click on the Instagram and you see how many followers they got. It's just like, oh, they're kind of low key. And then you follow them and then it's just like, okay, this is my artist, uh -huh. you know? I love doing uh -huh. that. I love finding small people For like real, that. For real, there's some good ones. Have you ever heard of um, Benny? Yeah, I love Benny. Yeah, I right. love Benny. Her voice is so different. Appreciation. Absolutely. She just like, I don't know. She just. She hits it. So lovely. Yeah, she hits it. Yeah, she hits it. there That's was this. It. There's this one Benny song. Um, I forget what it's called, but I found it, or maybe I just heard it. 
um, one time and I never heard it again and I was so sad that like I couldn't hear it but like I didn't even know it was a Benny song until like obviously like Chelsea started playing more Benny around and then like I started like listening to Benny more and then she has like an album and it's the first song on the album and I'm just like oh, this is the song that I fucking heard like oh. three years ago that I never got to hear again oh. so that recently happened so shouts out Benny we love for you for real and shouts out Chelsea dude I love when that happens you know? and you just miss it cause you remember the feelings absolutely yeah, shout out Chelsea. That chick has such good music taste. Dude, I know. We started doing this thing recently where we send each other music with yeah. like a cute little note. Cute little note. So, yeah, I love it and I appreciate it. She's like the only person that sends me music back. Yeah, I don't send you music back. If you send to me, I'll send you music back. That's I'm okay. Whoever wants to do it, cause she got some good ass Bro, shit. She has some bangers in the liked songs on Spotify. Like she'll just play them through, and I'm just like, hey yo, like this is really good. <laughs> uh-huh. I wonder what her Shazam playlist looks like. I'm I'm probably jealous as fuck. Probably she fire. Got some good ones. Nah, she'd be making me Shazam songs for her. Mm. It, can you Shazam oh, really? this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> One sec. <laughs> that how has um chelsea played a part in your creational matters i think she's uh, <laughs> creational matter um we're leaving that in that was perfect i love how high we are and how we're just like crafting new words um but, bro in your creational endeavors um bro i've done it bro bro Oh my god. But I think Chelsea has just been a very supportive partner. I feel like if I, you know, if, if, had I been dating someone who was very, like, I don't know, just, like, working the good old, like, business nine to five, like, making hella money, me, making me feel bad for, like, doing something, like, creative, mm. like, you know, like, like, if I had, like, a corporate relationship... <laughs> with a hypothetical person that I don't want to be dating, like, it would have kind of just, like, made me, like, probably stray away from it. But Chelsea is a very supportive person, and she's very fun-loving and very spontaneous, and she loves me, and I love her, and that kind of just, like, gives me the the backbone to be able to just be like, all right, I'm going to go pursue this full-time because I don't have to worry about anyone judging me. Like, I don't have to worry about the person that's closest to me in my life, like, judging me and making me feel bad about what I, like, actually want to do, which is what I feel like some people have to deal with sometimes, and it's unfortunate, but I don't have to do that, and I'm, like, very grateful to have her. Thank for God. Sure. I'm glad she does that. I'm sure she's doing the same. You just, like, totally. follow your heart, you know? Don't settle for less. You got this, Hell Joey. Hell no. Absolutely not. It's going to happen. Whatever you want. Thank you. I appreciate that. And like, I try to reciprocate that for her and kind of just like whatever she wants to do in her life. Like, I'm there. Like, I'm supporting her. Like, I'm like, there's no rush in this life of ours. Like, there's no, there's nothing that will like make us do something that we don't want to do if we choose not to, you know? Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, you know. Good for you guys. I think I've definitely found the same, especially like being inspired by love, where you kind of just like, do what you want and know that you have that support no totally. matter what it definitely keeps you going and keeps that fire in your heart and it makes the ideas like fresher and it makes them more like spontaneous and fun like because mm-hmm. you're not forcing yourself to do something you're kind of just letting your head run free you know definitely <sighs> absolutely big shout out to love we love love big, here big shouts out to love we love the love absolutely i'm gonna i'm gonna drink my tea to that it's tea for two today. Oh, hey. yeah! <laughs> 
talk about your creative process and like what that means for you and kind of how you go through it. I'm interviewing you now, Essence. <laughs> this is what we're gonna do. Yeah, but just like talk about like that process <laughs> and how like ideas kind of spawn for you. Um, I don't know. I feel like I grab uh, inspiration from a lot of places. It could just be the sound of someone's voice that makes me want to bring what I imagine out to life in like the most organic way i my creative process is so long and tedious because honestly like i just want to bring a new image a new sight of art to people i don't want to bring out the same shit you know like i don't know and at this moment in time i just feel as if um, pictures are so saturated. It's the same idea. It's the same concept. It's the same lighting, the same color grade, same tone. And it's like, where's where's the difference in that? Give me something to, to like eat. Give me something sweet to eat when I look at your photo, you know? You, with the help of the people that you work with, like create these ideas that inject like this uh, this sense of like, it's original, you know, it's authentic. Yeah. I love and that one in your art. Oh, oh, thanks. Absolutely. Just same for yours, honestly. Dude, I think like as many minds as you can get, let's just say two at the moment, two minds are more powerful than one. So that collaboration and just like bringing people's ideas together because everyone has a different imagination, you know, whether they can tap into it or not. I feel like people have a sense of like, things that go on in their mind that they maybe don't speak about you know so when they put that together and they're open to like what could happen opportunities are limitless you know like there's no stopping there's it's just like do whatever you want and i know money means like need to fit that aspect as well yeah. but dude if like again if you have a team that could help you get there and like get these things because somebody knows somebody mm -hmm. somebody knows somebody yes, so they will branch out as long as you keep that good like genuine relationship obviously keep so. that good juju yeah, yeah. absolutely and just be a good person and i feel like the universe will reward you with more good people that will help you get to where you eventually want to get absolutely because that's how the stars align if you put them in place for yourself like that just like talk with the universe and yourself you Factuals. Got this. <laughs> yeah but um yeah it's my creative process is just like long and i give myself that time though because honestly i think like at the end of the day I want the most greatest work where in that moment I was happy to like bring that to life, you know, like I worked so hard for this and now that I'm actually doing it, I'm enjoying it and I'm realizing that this is again only for me. So I'm going to bring everything that I want to life. You journal a lot, right? Oh yeah, I do. I just, dude, I have. Should I start journaling? Does that help you keep your ideas kind of just in one space? Oh. Not even in one space, just let it out. You know, like... Reverse. Yeah. <laughs> let, let it out into this, yeah. Yeah, and then you can also like even go back to it and then like let it out physically, you know, out into the open air. It really does just like keep you calm and like, oh yeah, maybe like you said, your ideas in one place, mm -hmm. you know? So 
Just try it out, dude. Okay. Just take some time, sit with yourself, and like whatever the fuck comes to your brain, just write it out. And I and I ask because you said that your process is long, and I feel like maybe a part of that long process could be for you like writing out the ideas or just writing out whatever's in your mind and getting it all out, and then kind of revisiting it in the future, and then taking something from it. Does that happen ever? Yeah, all the time actually. And I thankfully have taught myself how to sketch, so all the modeling Ooh. ideas that I have for. Makeup and hair and like body if I decide to do paint or an outfit I'm able to draw these things out. So my imagination truly comes as I want it. I feel like the uh, The comparison of that to like music is like when uh, Maybe I'll have a beat going or I'll have an idea for the beat and I just have to pull out the voice memos and, and like <laughs> go beep boop boop beep boop or go hey yeah, kind of just like find the melody. Yeah, find the melody and record it, and then not organize it, and then just have it like <laughs> my voice memos trapped forever and never revisit it. But the idea is there if I want to go back. Absolutely. Sometimes it just don't happen like Sometimes that. Sometimes it just don't happen like that. Yeah, dude, that hella makes sense. I can definitely see that happening for music as well, because. Um, you just gotta get them all down in one place. Sometimes, like I feel one of the one of the books that I've I, I think this is the only book that I've ever read and finished. Um, my friend Michael gave me a book. Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. Um, my <laughs> friend gave me this book to read called The War on Art. Not to be confused with The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Um, the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And one of the things this book talks about is kind of the idea of the muse and the ideas that flow through us are not ours. And they are the ideas that are floating through, like, you know, the consciousness that exists above us that we're not able to tap into. And we are just vessels that these ideas and these different streams of consciousness like they flow through us and they are within us for a certain amount of time and then they will flow out and if we do not um take advantage of those in the moment while we have them and like get something down in the physical realm then you know that's kind of a wasted opportunity and that you know and it is what it is if it happens but that's kind of how the book and how this guy talks about like ideas and like why it's so important to capitalize on those while we have them and i think it's just so interesting to look at it in that way because with my process it's also very long because i don't rush it i don't stress like having to sit down like every single day and, and make you stuff shouldn't. and shouts out to the people who are and keep their fucking nose to like the what is the fucking I, I, I nose to the wall no, yeah no. I, I, I don't know what the euphemism is. is is that what that's called a euphemism i don't know i'm high i don't even know what that is you're just making up words yeah i don't know i just uh, like, let's just say it to the people who keep their pedal on the metal there you go i i appreciate the people who are like do their craft every single day and hone it in but i guess me personally i I just like try to let it happen naturally and I feel like when ideas are being forced out that's when I start to not like what I'm doing or like why I'm doing music mm -hmm. um and maybe it's my sad moon I just like adventure yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like and I'm super I'm super unorganized bro I'm super like spacey I kind of I don't write stuff down I don't use calendars I don't study for tests like I'm just a very like not organized person so I feel like that's I that part of me kind of like seeps its way into my music where I'm just like you know what i'm not feeling it today i'm not gonna touch it like i don't care like and then sometimes i'll go hard for two weeks straight because i'm feeling it for like two weeks and i'm just like going in and making 
all these beats and like writing all these songs and like it just happens in this big spurt. Mm -hmm. And then to kind of combine that with what I was talking about earlier, yeah. the Muse well just runs completely dry because I just rang it out for like two weeks straight. Uh -huh. And then I don't do shit for like three weeks and I just don't touch my laptop or don't do anything. Um, but that's the balance in things. You know? You know? Like, Shouts out my Libras. Uh-huh. Appreciate y'all. Libras are not that great. I'm a Libra. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> nah, bro, I feel you though. Like, there's definitely oh, some pros and cons to I'm Libras. So <laughs> Libras are not that great. I said, wow, it's pretty crazy. I lied. Libras, you're the greatest. Yo, who's a Libra? Ellison. Hi, Ellison. My sister's a Libra, too. Hi, oh Ellison. Oh, yeah. Wait, which sister? Destiny. Hi, Destiny. Hi, Des. But, bro, like, I feel like that's one of the things that kind of, like, dooms me in terms of, like, being consistent because it's just super on and off. But, you know, such is the balance of life, but also, like... That's kind of just how I go, and that's where I have like the most fun. But that comes at the expense of not having this like gigantic library of stuff that's finished and like ready to go. Because like I would rather have no song at all than a song that I hate that's finished. Mm -hmm. Are you staying consistent though? For the most part, and and that's why when your consistency. Yeah, when lowercase gets in album mode, we definitely get more consistent mm -hmm. um or i should say i get more consistent because like you know we're scheduling sessions and you know we're having to like meet up to sound design and we're i'm, I'm constantly listening to the songs that we're creating in these sessions to kind of like pick out flaws and like what needs to be better or, like what could be done if i have like a different pocket i want to hit for a verse or i want to spit something differently or it's like oh there's a beat cut there that should be made like i you know kind of stay with it versus you know when it's not album mode we, i kind of just Chilling. flow in and out but when it's album mode we're, we're usually pretty in there mm -hmm. but we also take our time you know we don't want a product that we don't like so you know whitnall our very first album go stream whitnall um it took like two years I, I want to say like the better part of like two two and a half years to like make everything and like release it wow that's actually pretty cool because you guys are a group, so. I think albums should take that long if they need to. And, and granted, uh, you know, COVID was a part of that and not being oh. in the session for a while kind of sucked. But, you know, we, we, we stuck it together. Yeah, we stuck it together and we got it done. So, but we don't want to rush anything. We don't want anything to come out that we don't like. As you should not. Jenno? Um, all right. So... <laughs> I guess this is the ending. Thank you for having me. Yes! I enjoyed our very insightful conversation. I did too. I learned a lot about you. Thank you. I just, thank you for learning about me. No, uh, I just wanted to say like, I'm super proud of you for doing this and kind of getting it off the ground and kind of finding this new way to express all of your ideas. And it's a very good listen. And everyone should listen to every single episode if you haven't. <laughs> And he also has podcasts as well, and he makes music, so don't forget to tune in and tap in Stream Ego Nomad. You're giving me the plugs, Ooh. Essence. Yes, definitely. Every time. Um, Y'all heard him. His at on every social media 
I believe. Yeah, I don't go on Twitter anymore because Twitter's toxic. But uh, it is. you can um, follow Instagram. me on Inst- yeah, Instagram for sure. That's where I'm at the most. At Soli Rogers. S O U L Y R O D G E R S. That's where all my stuff is. I have Rogers. a little yeah, I have a little like link tree in there that has all of like my podcast and then uh, all of lowercase's stuff and then all of my solo stuff as well on SoundCloud. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love that. Very cool. So you heard it here first. Thank you all for listening. And I hope you have a great week. Sending all my love. Bye. Bye. All my love too. Bye. Mm.